My metaphysics, let me be perfectly frank with you, are that there is the central self, you can call it God, you can call it anything you like. And it's all of us. It's playing all the parts of all beings whatsoever, everywhere and anywhere. And it's playing the game of hide and seek with itself. It gets lost, it gets involved in the farthest out adventures. But in the end, it always wakes up and comes back to itself. And when you're ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. And uh, since you're all here and engaged in this sort of inquiry and listening to this sort of lecture, I assume that you're all on the process of waking up. What do you want me to say, man? The Harris is picked. The mics are lit. J and Willie F. Back on they bullshit. I'm surprised, actually. I, I am too, because I, I I clearly said that this wasn't going to be happening, and yeah, now this is happening. Yeah, it's happening. I mean, 2022. Expect it, expect it. If if the last two years hasn't taught us that, then we're clearly not paying attention. If you expected things to change, is the unexpected thing staying the same? Touche. Yeah, that's a that's a mind that's a mind fuck for you. It really is. It really is. Because at the end of the day, at the root of it all, you're still expecting something. That's it, it, I mean, and honestly, we're not supposed to be expecting anything. Life is just supposed to flow, and you're supposed to just kind of go with it, accept things for what they are, and um, not try to prophesize things. Be don't in the try moment. To force things. Definitely don't try to force things. Bruce Lee once said, "Be like water." Be like water, my friend. Be like water. It's it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, I think when you think about stress, what what is it? What is it they say stress does? It it raises your cortisol. It raises your cortisol, and then in the midst of raising your cortisol, you are more susceptible to disease in that moment. So when you're when you're when you're highly stressed, it's more likely that you you know that's when you're stressed, that's an internal conflict. So therefore you're in a sense straining your immune system, I guess. You're, mm-hmm. And then that in turn comes out and it's gonna affect you physically. So what's either way, what starts mentally will destroy you physically. Did you send me that meme where it was like um somebody was like, uh, I don't understand why the why my head hurt. It's literally my brain is literally in control of pain. Why don't you just tell it to just shut off? No, that wasn't me. Yeah, I, I, that shit was funny. It was like, I was like, oh, my brain gotta be stupid. It's like, why are you putting me through this pain? Just tell the pain to stop. Just tell it to go away. Just tell the pain to go away. It's like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. But uh, yeah, man. Well, what was your main reason for like, just like, you know, hey, we, we need to record? I forgot what you said. You was like, it's a lot of, you said something. My philosophy is I don't like to complain. 
because I am truly highly blessed. For sure. But I get annoyed by a lot of shit. And I've been highly, highly annoyed by a lot of shit. Is it the shit that you've been seeing on your own? Just you just shit that I've been seeing on my own, interactions that I've been having with people, just stuff that's been annoying me. Like so, some some things are small. You know, oh, they on Aaron Rodgers' ass talking about basically saying that they lost because he was unvaccinated. Like, that's a small Excuse annoyance. That's a small me? annoyance. Excuse me. I've I've been on I've been on the tweeters. The yeah, tweeters. okay, that's that's why I don't fuck with Twitter. Yeah, and and I'm like, this makes zero sense, and y'all are just so confident in it that, like, oh, you would have vaccinated, you would have been scored, you would score more than ten points. Word? If I would have been on performance enhancing drugs, I probably could have ran for <laughs> 200 yards too. <laughs> but none, none of those things happen. I'm I'm not surprised that the people that are the, the people that are in denial of that narrative crumbling. Because in the same day that the, the 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 NFL already said that they're eliminating they're basically eliminating COVID protocols. Basically. And then Aaron Rodgers goes out there, in my opinion, has an average game, and he does as good as you can do as any quarterback in the snow. Um, Throwing around a brick, basically, a yeah. frozen brick. I mean, if they have the if they have the worst special teams in the league, it's only it was only a matter of time where that specially that special teams fucked up at the wrong time, and they even said that with Matt Lafleur. They even said that he he said it. He was like, "We should be good as long as our special teams doesn't fuck us up." And that's karma. And that's karma. Like you know, at the end of the day, like we we naturally worry, but in the back of their minds, they're like, "Fuck!" Like if I'm not mistaken, they missed a field goal. They missed a field goal, right? Had had a field goal blocked. Had a field goal blocked, and they had a punt blocked, and then had a return. punt blocked. They had a punt blocked, and they just straight up missed a field goal. They had a field goal blocked and had a punt blocked. The punt was blocked and returned for a touchdown. Hey, man. Any any, any given Saturday. Pretty much. Because, you know, it's like, I mean, really, the 49ers just put up two field goals. <laughs> and they, they special teams showed up. Like their, 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 their team was just as bad as Cincinnati. Bro, you got sacked nine times. Bro. You got sacked nine times. It just happens to be that on the other side of the field – it was a quarterback that was probably just as bad as you. <laughs> like, I and and with with the Cincinnati game, it was kind of like seeing somebody on Twitter says like, you know, Cincinnati offensive line is just letting everybody in the club, like it's free before ten, bro. And I think the Titans felt like, oh, we got King Henry back. He gonna do some damage, and he didn't look like the Derrick Henry that he looked like before the injury. Which you know, I feel like you know you probably rushed him back once you've seen you were gonna make this deep playoff run. And so then that looks like it punched game fa- your game plan in the face. And so it's like, all right, what do we do now? Although A.J. Brown, eight, you still didn't. Deontay you know. Foreman, eight. I mean, Deontay Foreman carried y'all into the playoffs. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in rewarding good behavior. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I definitely am going to reward good behavior just as fast as I'm going to discipline somebody that doesn't do right. As consistently as possible. And I feel like, and the same thing goes with the Cowboys. I feel like as organizations, they put way too much stake in, well, this is who get, who's getting the big check. 
and this is who we need to make sure is on the field. I'm like, all right, bet then. That's why y'all gonna lose because at times of last of this season, Zeke shouldn't have been on the field. At at times of this of yesterday's game, it was clear that Deontay Foreman had more of a burst to him. Henry was doing well, but Foreman clearly had more of a burst. He had a 54 yard run, and then y'all threw it away. Come on, man! Like, I, I'm hindsight 2020. Yeah, but of course. The the point is, man, to bring it back to what you were saying, that shit is annoying. Because even even as I'm sitting here saying this, if one of the head coaches for the Titans or whatever these teams is listening to me talk, be like, well, it's easy to say when you're sitting at fucking home. You know what I'm saying? Like, one thousand percent. You're you're 100 percent accurate. I cannot job. go out there and, and and say you know as what's the Titans coach Dig for Bill or or whatever. Or Matt Lafleur, like was, oh, you should have done Rabel, this. Frank Rabel, right? Yeah, I don't know his, I don't know his name. Clearly, oh my, clearly. <laughs> I've just been hearing a lot of coach of the year talk. So yeah, so it's like you know, hey, you know, I can't go out there and you know, you give me the clipboard and say you do it better, and we probably would have got blown the fuck out if I was on the sideline. So unless it's the coach for Grand Oaks High School, <laughs> but but that's the thing, I've played basketball at a high enough level to be able to coach high school basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me and him was just – that's why it took me so long to get on because we was just dissecting the game. And it all comes down to they were a substitution away from winning. It was it was a bad substitution at less than a minute. And not to put all of that on that kid, but he shouldn't have been in the game. Yeah. He, he should – it's as simple as that. It's, it's two substitutions minimum – that would have put them in a much better position. And I think common sense as a coach says, I'm putting my best in basketball. I'm putting my best two-way players in the game in the last two minutes. I need people that can hit free throws. I need some people that can hit layups. I need ones that can defend and rebound. I don't need one-dimensional players in the game right now. No, That's that's bottom line. In the last two minutes of, uh, of pretty much any sport, I need my best in the game. Uh, the only time you need one-dimensional players, I feel like it's it's ten seconds or less, and you need a defensive stop, or you need you know you got all your shooters out there, pretty much. Like that's that's the only time. But anything over that, you got to anticipate multiple possessions. It's exactly. In 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 less than twelve seconds, they had two possessions. Yeah. With two with two timeouts left. But anyways, <laughs> those time those timeouts don't roll over. They they don't. They don't. They don't, man. And and once again, to, to, to speak about annoyance, like to watch that is very frustrating. And I'm talking to parents. I'm just like, this is my this is my son. I, I'm one of the only family members he's going to have consistently come to his game. So for me, it's hard to be like, I don't want to show up to this game as much as I don't want to, because it's not him. It's the quality of the game of which I have to watch. And I know he's better than that. I know quite a few of those kids are better than that. You know, it's hey, tough. When I sat there and I seen Buddy get nine buckets, nine points in a row, and then they took him out, I, I, that's all I needed to see. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it, was 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 he tired? Like, why why did you? No, he just has a substitution pattern. He this just, just hit like three three pointers in a row. Why why are we taking him out? Hey man, why 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 are we going on a five point run and you call a timeout, and then the the then you then the team gets the ball back and then they go on a seven point run and you're losing now by five. I, I believe in momentum, man. I believe it, in momentum. Anybody with common sense should believe in momentum. Like, that's even with life. Like, when you're feeling good, keep rolling. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> when you feeling good, keep rolling, bro. Like, keep throwing them like, dice. I mean, eventually you're gonna crap out, but you know yeah. you gotta keep throwing them dice till it comes. Yeah, I mean, but but he, I mean, I understand. Like, I I feel like some people like they're scared. They 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 don't want to win too big. Yeah, that's fine. But win big though. <laughs> like let, let's win big. You know, win win bigger than you expected at least. That's all I'm saying. I like that. That, that shit. Big. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like and, and and the shit that grinds my gears and shit like that, man. Like not not believing in people. I understand. I'm, I almost could. Get, I can almost understand how a person can, doesn't believe in themselves. But goddamn, the, the, at least believe in people. You know, like believe in people. Like have some type of faith in people. Like as as pessimistic as people may say I am, I try to have some faith in people. That's why I say I have faith in individuals. I don't have faith in groups. That's just me though. Yeah, and it's, group, it's 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 hard to put your your faith in a in a in a, a section of, of people, a group, a sports team, because it's like, hey, you know, my guy could have did great. This guy could have did great, and this one guy over here that muffed the 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 punt, you know, cost us the game. Look, man, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams was going off yesterday. Aaron Jones was going off yesterday. I, I don't I don't see what any I don't see how anybody could blame Aaron Rodgers on any of that. How many t- how many picks did he have? One Fugazi pick? Did it, if that? I think it was a fumble. That was it. And they, they yeah, got it right, right back. Yeah. <laughs> I think they got it right back on the next possession. So at the end of the day, accuracy-wise, and just you know, just being Aaron Rodgers in the snow, I I don't they're not getting no complaints from me. In the in the in the in the pussies that are on Twitter <laughs> that talk all this shit in the world, like I hate when, you know athletes like kind of try to flex on people but like these people online i can't i said it the other day these people online a lot of them are losers they're pathetic like i i cannot highly criticize aaron Rodgers when he's playing at the highest level of a profession in the world like i it'd be different if i was like man shit you know you know i, I, I used to back up aaron Rodgers, but the politics blah blah like if if, if i was that dude and I know deep down in my heart I could at least make it to that level, then I'd probably talk a little shit. But as far as, like, when I'm watching sports, I see certain things. I'm like, yeah, that shit, that shit seemed funny to me. But I have no right to tell somebody, you came in the game and you didn't score a bucket. Shit, I'd probably get on the NBA court and couldn't score a bucket either. I probably couldn't even dribble the ball. It's kind of like that uh, that's, that final series LeBron lost and the, the um, guy was asking him something. And he goes like, because at the end of the day, um, all the people that was rooting on me to fail, um, you know, at the end of the day, they got to wake up tomorrow, have the same life that they had um, before they woke up today. You know, they got the same personal problems that they had today. You know, and I'm going to continue to live the way I want to live and continue to do the things that I want to do uh, with me and my family and be happy with that. Shit, I'm still rich at the end of the day. You still you at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> that, that was cold-blooded. It but was cold blooded, but that shit was true. Like but you they, trying to you trying to tear me down. You know I'm competing at the highest level in the world here. All the best players in the world want to come to the NBA, and I made it to the championship round. And here you are trying to tear me down for something that you couldn't fathom doing. So social media has made it to where people express their opinions on things that would otherwise get them punched in the mouth 10, 15 years ago. That's why. That's why if you're trolling and you know you're trolling, that's fine. But if you actually 
come out here thinking that you're saying something thought provoking and, and you're you're literally eating Dorito chips off your fat ass belly, you may need to reevaluate a lot of things, a whole lot of things. Just saying. So yeah, that shit annoys me. The the annoyance. What also annoys me. Uh-oh. And <laughs> this is this is something I've been trying to, you know bring this complete thought with you because I, I called it a, a false equivalence, a false parallel, any something of that nature. I was trying to find the fancy term for it, but I just couldn't get it of accusing somebody of being broke when they refuse to carry you. For instance, saying that this man is broke because he refuses to give you money for X, Y, and Z simply because you don't want to spend your own money and you feel that you're entitled to spending his money saying that your homeboys are broke because they don't want to spend X, Y, and Z dollars on your event. Like that's, that's that again, boggles the mind to quote Keith befuddles me. I'm befuddled that this is the, this is the way that we think because I'm not spending my money the way that you see fit. I'm broke. Now you just assume that I can't, but because I'm not doing it the way that you want me to, I'm broke now. Well, as Brittany Renner would say, my truth, my truth, <laughs> like my truth is. I only experienced that with the black community. That's, you know, that's my truth. That's my experience. I, I only I only see that in regards to black culture, the black community in general. And to me, to label somebody as broke is typical. It's just typical shame language. And it's 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 to me, it's it's it's. It's disgusting and it's insensitive, especially for a group of people that want people to be sensitive to their needs. And knowing that we live in an era where scamming is the way, and we know a lot of people, not personally, but we, we're see, we see a lot of people living above their pay grade, and we know that it's a problem. Long story short, I hear what you're saying. And I can't I can't find a word for it either, but I think a lot of it is projection. And I tell you this all the time. A lot of times people subconsciously look for things in people that they don't have in themselves. It's just like I think one of the famous sayings is, you know, a lot of times your enemy, your enemy is your enemy because you see a lot of things in him, you know, that are in you. And that's the same thing with this this current mindset of. Oh, if 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 I'm rocking with a certain if I'm if I'm trying to get something out of somebody, I'm gonna call them the worst thing possible. I'm gonna call them I'm gonna call them trash. I'm gonna call them you know I'm gonna call them broke. I'm gonna call them a bum. I'm gonna call them crusty, dusty. You know I'm gonna slander them. I'm gonna do things to make them want to reevaluate themselves. And I'm here to tell y'all early on on some words of advice shit. Y'all gotta stop taking any type of advice from a meme. You shouldn't take any <laughs> advice from a meme. If you look at a meme and for a second, think about your life and how you do things a second. All right. That's perfectly sane. But beyond that second, you should just laugh and move on because that meme should not dictate how you move in the real world. 
If it's you anything know, more than a LOL, that shit true. You doing too much. You, you, in all all that is all that is showing you is that hey, you're more you're more similar to other people than you are different. That's not something that that's that's supposed to be in depth and reach into your soul. That's just supposed to be a quick joke that you move on from. Unless you're unless you're that shallow, like I saw one yesterday, not necessarily a meme or anything, but it was it, it made me chuckle a little bit because I know a person that doesn't have a lot of common sense is going to see this and they may feel offended by it and I can't find it, but it says something along the lines of, Hey, you, you, you going going to the going to the club and getting a drink is not really gonna save you any money. Take your ass to the club, ho. Say some shit like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, not spending money is gonna save you money. Let's just obviously like if you don't if you're getting if you're if you're doing something you don't need to do financially by not doing it, you're saving that money. If going to the club requires you to spend a type of certain amount of money that you can't afford to spend, then I mean, maybe that is something you need to reevaluate and not do it or just find a different route. Cause a lot of people go to the club or lounge or bar or whatever. And some people learn after a while, like, Hey, I use, I don't really have to spend this much money to have fun because the whole purpose of socializing is to have fun to a degree nowadays. But once again, like I said, in the black community, it kind of feels like if you can't do it every week, every other day, if you do it and you can't spend this certain amount of money, then you're not doing it right. Well, who are you to tell me if I'm doing doing it right? How, how about I'm doing it right to myself? Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's all that matters. This is my budget. These are my boundaries. How? What are? What influence do you have on those? Because again, I'm not out here asking you for money. I'm doing this out of my own pocket. So if I told myself I can come out and I can spend $80 tonight and we get to 75 and y'all want to buy a section, nah, fam, I'm out of there. Oh, you a broke boy, this, 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 this. Look, that's a bit. You don't know what I got going on. And I can have absolutely nothing going on and I just <laughs> don't want to put the money in. Well, they, and that ain't none of your fucking business. It's none of your fucking business. I bet. Y'all you got know. it. I'm a bounce, or I'm just gonna be out here with the common folk because there's more live out here, anyways. A lot of times, a lot of times, and and, and this is and this is this is something that does. I don't know if you. This doesn't happen to me personally often at all, but I'm saying I've seen it before, and it ain't sh- throwing no shade in any particular direction. And I know people don't do it intentionally; they get caught in the moment, and that's that NPC factor that comes into play. Like you just doing shit. Are you connected? Are you disconnected and you just go, you're, you're going with the flow in terms of you're not even conscious to the flow. I want you to be conscious to the flow. You're conscious to the flow. Let's make conscious decisions because all these decisions that y'all making, like I said, it seemed like y'all on some NPC shit. Y'all, y'all not, y'all not really here. Like you spend, you, you wake up the next day and you, yo, your account in the negative and, and you asking somebody to borrow money. You a grown ass man. You a grown ass woman. Why? You, Grown the, ass, to, <laughs> they grown the, ass. They grow. Hey, look, to a to, to attach grown ass to a human being, in my opinion, applies that you're an adult. And as an adult in 2022, as independent as 
you know, as how do I say, you know, self-efficient as people can be. I don't see how y'all can have the audacity to be looking at anybody asking for anything other than maybe a company companionship at the most. Like, I think you had said, I'm going to say it again. You sent me something about somebody saying you're insecure if you're asking what somebody's bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and not to be a broken record, but I enjoy being a broken record because I think one of the best ways to learn is repetition. And I'm trying to get y'all to, to learn something here. Y'all still don't understand how unfair the game is for a lot of y'all. Like, and this goes for men and women. Like, that's not how investments work. In 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 relationships, that there is a, a relationship is not one sided. There is not there is no aspect of a relationship that is one sided. Relationships, it's a back and forth in a relationship. The same thing with teams. There's a back and forth. Everybody plays a role. Everybody has a dynamic. Everybody has some type of special quality they bring to said table. But if everybody is living in this dream world of I'm the everybody's living in this world that where it just feels like everybody has an inflated ego, you know, like you have the audacity to say that every guy that has a podcast is extremely ugly. (laughs) Like, first of all, that's that's to me, that's very that's a sinister thing to say. That's that's ugly in itself. And that, and a lot of times that type of mindset comes from somebody that's very insufferable, jaded. And once again, they're projecting because they're not probably not that beautiful themselves. It, I'm just, you know, just being honest. And like, what does that even mean? Like, so so in order for you to, to hear me out and to hear my views, I have to be highly attractive to you. I, I got to be handsome to you. I have to be desirable by you. Maybe that's maybe that's the root of the problem right there. That the world is trying to revolve around you. Not not only that, but you only you 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 just automatically judge a book by its cover because some of the some of the prettiest covers have nothing to say. They're the probably the lowest in substance. Some Think of about the prettiest it. Prettiest people do the ugliest things. I mean, Think about a dictionary. A dictionary has so much value in it. The front cover of a dictionary ain't got much to say. Like a Miriam dictionary. Webster dictionary. Dog. Might <laughs> the be a Bible. picture, might not. You know what I'm saying? The Bible is civil. Holy Bible. King James Version. What else do you need? But you need something that has a lot of flair to it, has a lot of oomph. And then yeah. you open it, you get nothing but garbage. It's going to get you going. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying, bro. Like I said, this is this is a part about annoyances and and like it the way that I and it's a slippery slope of letting things bother you that don't have anything to do with you. And I try to, you know, I try to always come back and say, okay, this has nothing to do with me. Don't let it, don't let it hit you too deep. This isn't about me. You know, they're not doing this for me, they're doing it for themselves, you know. Cause a lot of times I tell myself, like, hey. When you bring X, Y, and Z to me, and it's it's your business and not mine, I don't get bothered by it because it's about you. It's not about me. I'm I'm not taking you know my business to somebody and getting upset that they're not interacting with me or listening to me like they should because it's about me. It's not about them. I shouldn't expect them to treat it the same way that I treat it. And to go back to what you said about you know being insecure about when people ask what are you bringing to the table, if I cannot clearly see 
or feel or whatever tangible or intangibles that go along with this, then there's nothing wrong with asking. If I can't see it and feel it, then I need to ask. If women are, 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 are key on if they can't see it or feel it, they ask about it. Do you love me? Of course, a woman asks you way more than a man does. And they ask you that because they don't feel it. So there's nothing wrong with asking that question. That's so if I'm if I'm talking, if I'm trying to set up a table here or we're trying to set up a table and I'm, you know, you sit at the house and I go to work, I come home and clean, I come home and cook, I come home, take care of the kids. I make sure that the bills are paid. I do all this other stuff. I might ask you, what are you bringing to the table? And if you tell me this pussy, I'm about to shut the table down. <laughs> That's just so annoying, man. This shit is so annoying. And I because, remember I seen that video. Go ahead, my bad. No, nah, I'm just saying because like we've always discussed, that's a mutual exchange. It's too many simps out there that have made, have, how do I say it? Like they've created this, how do I, this, this slogan to where like, they look at it like vagina runs the world and they, they, it, it, they just, they, they made it to where society gives higher value to the vagina. And a lot of times when men in a sexual situation look, look at themselves as the lesser, when in reality, you have a lot of chicks running around with dildos. You have a lot of chicks running around with all types of different devices just to get themselves off based off something that replicates the penis. I don't know a lot of dudes walking around with pocket vaginas. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a lot of dudes running around doing weird shit to get themselves off other than, you know, the typical masturbation. And in my honest opinion, it's is as much as women would like to believe, I don't I just don't think the average man is masturbating three or four times a day. You know what I'm saying? Like but has that kind of time. That for sure. You know, it look. In the end, with this culture war that's going on in so many instances, with a lot of wars, the only thing that you really can do is hope for peace and unity. And both sides just need to comprehend that there are, there are roles being played in society in any healthy, in any, any healthy dynamic, there's going to be roles. Like even, even the mother daughter relationship or the, the father son, the, the teacher student, you know, the trainer, trainee, there are dynamics needed in order to make these things progress forward in a healthy way. But we've come to a point in this era where going against the grain is like, it's like the it thing to do for no reason. It's like, <laughs> you're just, just doing that for no reason. Like You're not doing this, it because you believe or feel different. You're just doing it just to be different. Yeah, that, that's why I feel like this article that was posted that we had posted, the um, out of love, I ended my per my perfect marriage after 14 years, despite no roles, no cheating, and no secrets. And one of the key things that I noticed in this article is they were saying that January is known as National Divorce Month. I thought that was very strange, but once again, that's one of those things that point to our society. And our generation being very degenerate, like once again, y'all are celebrating divorce. That shit is not cool in any way. 
We got to get through the holidays once we get through the holidays. Yeah, like, that's not cool. Like, I understand divorces happen. I'm not against divorces. All I'm saying is divorces are something that are very ugly. They hurt a lot of people, and they definitely should be done in private. And, and when they're done, people should need to do their best to move, move, move away mutually, and that's that. But people can't do that because people just do weird shit <laughs> like this. Like, and, I, and, I, and like I said, the article, is, it's the article, it's the sun. And um, the funny thing is, I don't even know where these people are, are from. I just know, oh no, it's, uh, I want to say it's it's in the UK. But Yeah, I, they mentioned they mentioned her, her weight gain and they had it in metrics that I'm not familiar with. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so even with the UK, we're still talking about the Western world here. We're still yeah. talking about, you know, people that, you know, that are going through what we're going through in the Western world, which to me, you have fourth wave feminism, you have a high usage of social media, you have a lot of conservative versus liberal uh, politics, a whole lot of division in the Western world in general. And the, some of the key takeaways in this article for me was, and I just want people to, I just want to remind people, like, we're talking about a woman here. And we all know that three-fourths of divorces in the Western world are initiated by women. And a lot of times when women come to that point, I've never been divorced before, I've never been married before, but my understanding, a lot of times it's finances and infidelity that usually cause these things. But in the case of this woman, Claire, that that wasn't it. She literally just picked up and dipped. The spark was gone. The so-called spark was gone. And they have a daughter. But she's like, no. At 43 years old, she's like, no. Daughter or not, I'm not happy anymore. And I'm not doing this anymore. And I was like, it says, I didn't bother to look after myself. I thought, what's the point in taking care of my appearance? That's the least of my worries. Jay, we talked about this before. We talked about this before. And I'm going to say, I'm a, and I'm always going to say this. The better you feel about yourself, the better you're going to feel about a lot of things. That's why I personally feel like fitness is way more than vanity, especially if you're consistent about it and you're realistic about your goals. Look good, feel good. Simple as that. So, just looking at just one key point of this article, I could already see that you didn't even want this shit to go on any further. What spark? It didn't have anything to do with a spark. You didn't like yourself. Therefore, you projected that energy onto everybody else. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I read this. I'm like, all right, Claire, you seem a little depressed here. This this seems like you you something clinical. And uh, like you said, you projected it onto your husband because he couldn't bring you out of this depression. He was the he was the scapegoat of your depression from what I took from it. Could be wrong, just read the article, but it's like he seemed like he was the scapegoat of your depression. And now, you know, you got rid of that scapegoat, like you you just put it on him and you got rid of him, and now it's quote unquote magically gone. No, it's not the magical about it. This is this is premeditated. You knew this was coming if you were plugged in. If you were self-aware, 
if you were checked in to reality. I don't know this woman, but I'm about to make some assumptions just based off of what I see a lot of times when I hear about relationships. I see things and I'm I'm, I'm going to get to that point in a second. Another thing that, that jumped out at me, she said something about women are expected to put up with feeling unfulfilled or unhappy more than men are. It's harder to walk away as a mother, too. I didn't really get that line. Because for the most part, when I think about how women, especially today, are treated in relationships, let me let me refer to the Britney Renner. And, and just so people understand, the reason I keep bringing up Britney Renner is like, I never fuck with academics. I've never fucked with the Fresh and Fit podcast. It's just, our, I mean, obviously, us being a podcast, we get sent shit, we look at shit, and I just happened to wake up, it was a slow day at work, and I saw this shit, and I was like, man, let me bite on this. Let me see. Just for the sake of just hearing her out and knowing that these guys are seen as cornball toxic, I thought I was going to get, you know, a little bit of a heated debate. But contrary to people's belief, it was a it was this this conversation would have went how it would have went how it went if when we have like a Liz on when we have you know you know Lanita on like people hear people hear us with a woman they hear a woman's voice on this show and they're like oh man you know they finna go off no when sensible people get down to have a real conversation it's not it's, it's not gonna be any real heated discussion if everybody's open to everybody's perspectives like I'm not trying to change anybody when they get on the mics with us I just want to hear what people got going on. How you yeah. feeling about today? You know, what's what's what, what's going on? Like, do you have any advice for people? What you going through? You know, let people know that they can relate to you. And I think that's what I got out of that that um conversation. I remember I had brought it up to somebody that was just they were their angst towards fresh and fit and academics was already it gave me that black Twitter vibe. Like I know that they just be on black Twitter. They got the, a lot of views. That's like, Oh man, I'm only going to watch short clips of something and be angry off of that. Mm-hmm. And academics pointed that out. He's like, man, a lot of people, man, they really don't know y'all, man. They see those short clips and they judge y'all for that. And I'm like, yeah, these dudes are sort of corny, but they know what they're talking about. They base a lot of their shit off facts and they base a lot of their shit off experience. And even Brittany said it. She was like, man, you dudes are kind of militant. I was like, man, a lot of men are. A lot of men are when they get to that point in their lives where they're like, you're not finna fool me once. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. like. And that, that's where they get that who hurt you thing. No, this is, this is, these are my life experiences. Like, it's not it's, about hurt. <laughs> me experiencing life has made me cautious. And, and that's where, and see, to me, and I'm going to get to something. I'm going to get to another point. But okay, so look. All, all I'm saying is for her to say something about, you know, it's hard to walk away as a mother, too. That's a choice that you got to make. You're making that choice. And it's based off a lot of decisions that you made to get you to, to get you to this point. So a lot of women don't even really come to that point of being, a, you know, walk away as a mother because more women are walking away just in terms of do I want to be do I want to do I want to be parents with somebody I don't like or do I want to be a single mother? And we're seeing it for we're seeing it we're seeing it on our own like we're seeing it like people are like literally signing up to be single mothers. We're seeing and I think that that is a, a, a epidemic that 
it gets swept under the rug way too much, and it gets defended way too much. Go ahead, Jay. Now, I, I seen something earlier that kind of it, it made sense to me because it's like, you know, when you have a, a an active, they didn't say baby daddy, but I'm just going to dumb it down to keep it simple. When you have an active baby daddy who's participating in the child's life, who, you know, does what he says by the court order and, you know, does goes above and beyond, you're not a single parent. You're just a single woman. You have a parent. You have another parent that's there. You have a, an active co-parent. You're just a single woman because you're not doing all the parenting by yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, that, yeah. Big difference. Big difference. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let me just fast forward through this, man. Look. So after she makes that statement that I can't connect with, I truly don't understand. It, it, it Fast forward to the end. I just thought this was funny. And I'm looking at a picture of her. It says today. Claire has dyed her dark hair flame red. She has a renewed love of life, a gym membership, and absolutely no regrets over how things played out. She says, once I got over the initial few months of feeling horrible, I immediately became a better mother. I joined the gym, got healthier, started looking after myself, and enjoying life. Finally, my daughter could see me living to the full, living life to the full. Go ahead and, and and do it, so I don't have to have to do it. Bitch, <laughs> you could have did all that shit while you were married. You chose not to because you're fucking selfish, and because in the Western world we promote being selfish as the default personality trait that means something. You motherfuckers out here, men and women. Y'all post this dumb shit about, I'm going to start looking out for self. I'm going to start doing this for self. And da, 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 da. You act like you can't do any of that shit when you're dealing with people. I go to the gym more than a lot of people, and I, I am a single father. What is your excuse? Like, I do a lot of shit that most single regular men wouldn't do anyway. And then I do it on top of having to do other shit. Because in a re and, and I'm not bragging, but in a realistic in a world where you're you're met it's gonna be easy. But the thing about it is everybody's looking for a convenient lane. Everybody wants everything to just be so easy for them. But in the case of Claire, the the newfound woman, you're just a fucking selfish prick. And you didn't all in 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 in, and in this article. It talks about how, oh, I got on plenty of fish. I got on Tinder for two years, but nah, I just, so immediately after you get, after you're, you know, back on the market and you're separated, you're already back in a, on the playing field at about 40, 41 years old. That lets me know everything I need to know. You just, because think about it. If you're in a relationship already and you have a child already. You've fulfilled all these things already. Why would you leave this relationship to go to another one if nothing was wrong with the other one? Makes absolutely no sense. And this shit happens more than you think. This is not anecdotal. I'm not picking on Claire because Claire is unique. No, this shit is happening day in and day out. People just venture out just because they get bored because they comes with that, oh, I didn't need you i wanted you that mentality is fucking stupid i'm done bro all those things that she said that she does now that's given her a quote-unquote new lease on life you could have done those things in the relationship none of those things were saying you know 
I'm not I'm not an abusive situation anymore. I'm not in financial strain trying to support somebody that had bad money problems. Like like you said, I think said you know he's not a gambler. He's not a gambler. He's not no gambler. No, uh, yeah, he don't beat you. Like he's a good guy. Like you could have done all that stuff, and then like like when people you know get single, man, I'm gonna start working out again, do this other stuff. You could have done all that in a relationship, and somebody that's preventing you or telling you no, you shouldn't go to the gym, you shouldn't do this. That's probably a true sign of somebody being insecure. Because if, if my partner's going to the gym and I'm like, shit, she gonna get fine and leave me. Well, shit, I need to get fine too. <laughs> so if she if she do get fine and leave me, I'm already fine. Somebody next, somebody else is coming up. That's that. That should have been a thing. Is like, hey, I I gained this weight. I don't like this weight. It's a conversation you probably should have with your spouse. Be like. Hey, can we start going to the gym or can you start doing X, Y, and Z so I can go to the gym? Can I, you know, do these things to help me? Because like I said, this seemed to be more mental than emotional to me for Claire. You ran into some mental obstacles and you're and people are telling you, man, I've seen this old picture. You're so happy. You don't look happy now. Why aren't you happy if everything in this relationship is okay? You say, you know, we've split before and he was very understanding about it. He go stay at his friend's house and then we come back. Seems like he was doing everything that he could to help you out. And, and, and for lack of a better term, in all honesty, he sounded like a beta male, you know, and, and, and it, that's, that's not a bad thing. Because I think in today's society, um, being a beta male or a simp, being blue pill, just being more of a softer hearted man probably gets you the girl to an extent, but it doesn't keep them. And that's what we just witnessed. Like she still seems like she's possibly looking for that thrill. She's looking for somebody to make her feel young again. And we, we, you know, we didn't talk about this one article, but it was one, it was one little news headline that happened. I think during Christmas break, where um, homegirl, I, I don't know where she was. But I, I know it happened somewhere in America. She was 48 years old. She stole her daughter's identity to start college and date younger guys. Yep. I know a lot of, yeah, I think her name was Laura Ogilby. She, uh, yeah, she poses her daughter. Uh, it's a small town in Mountain View. And um, when she, uh, she came from Arkansas, when she was 43 at the time, that's when she took her daughter's identity. And her daughter was only 22. She was able to dupe a lot of people because when she was like fucking with guys, like she was using filters and shit like that, obviously probably doing like whatever needed to be done, using the makeup and shit like that to look younger. But dog, this shit is coming, bro. These people, you know, these people get to a point of their life where it's like they see they're seeing all this shit happen in this quote unquote new liberated world. And they're like, damn, I want that. And it just it really just goes to show that a lot of shit's going that's going on in the outside world is really a huge distraction and it and it really contaminates some good people. Cause in, in all honesty, she probably was a, a, a great wife, she probably was a great woman, but probably probably started sitting on the couch too much, watching too much Maury, watching too much whatever, scrolling too much TikTok and Instagram. And the next thing you know, she's wanting these things. And if she's with somebody that can't provide her these things as far as you know, getting her to want as as far as making her feel like, oh, life is refreshed again. You just end up being Will Smith and Jada. 
the thing is, you go look for these thrills. And a lot of people mess up, men and women, when you look for this thrill and then you want to make this thrill sustainable. It's, it's, it's like you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to tame a wild horse. Is it possible? Yes. But only when that horse wants to be tamed. Big time. If she if she if she if if Claire wanted to really be in shape at the time, if she wanted to be happy, I'm going to say it again. She could have done all those things already. A lot of things, men and women, a lot of things that y'all want, if y'all just act on it, you probably can get it. You probably can get it. But you want to be passive aggressive about shit? Bruh, we're not mind readers. And and the and the world and to be and not to be funny, but like the world is not a mind reader. The world is not gonna give you something it doesn't truly know you want. No. Go ahead, Jay. And 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 to take it a step further, even even not even Claire, like men that leave stable relationships to chase, you know, the the IG model, or women that leave, you know, the chase whoever. Bruh, you gotta you know, realize this person is that person for a reason. And they're not looking to settle down because you're you're out there like, oh, I'm gonna be the one that, that makes this person settle down. They got 50 of you thinking that right now. Man or woman, that is 50 of them think thinking that they're gonna make this person settle down. You seen and Harlem Nights? You seen Harlem Nights? Bro, do you remember? Do you remember that dude called his wife, bruh? Yeah, give me Holly Court, uh, 55377. Hello, it's Daddy. Hey, darling, put Mommy on the phone. Yeah, Barbara, it's Richie. Yeah, look it, I ain't never coming home no more. Take it easy. He got a taste, dog. never going home. Dog! Tell, tell, tell whatever his daughter's name was, like, I'm not coming back. I seen this shit. I, I'm like, dog. I forgot all about that shit, bro. Nah, I remember. I remember what she said when she said, "I have got a girl whose pussy is so good. If you threw it up in the air, it would turn into sunshine." <laughs> what you call old blind ass sitting there like shit? I want some of that. <laughs> Keep that the fuck away from me. Whoa. No, I told you that shit the other day. I was like, man, I'm a simple man, bro. I, I, if I fuck with the, if I'm fucking with a woman like that, I want to love them for them, not what's between their legs. Cause that shit, it has boys out here wild. Like that dude, literally, he fucked. After that, his life was in shambles. Bro, it had boys out here wilding. And look, you can do an eight ball of coke. You keep doing an eight ball of Coke every day for an extended amount of time. Sooner or later, that eight ball don't have the same effect. So you need more. <sighs> a bitch, look, I could come, I could give her this dick. And, you know, the first 15 times, this dick is heavenly. Eventually, you're going to get used to it, though. Honestly. And, you know, it's it's still going to be as good as it was day one, but you're just so used to it that it's just like, eh, you know. Eh. It ain't oh, that special no more. LeBron did 29, 8, and 9. Eh, eh, LeBron. That's what LeBron does. Like, yep. it's, it's, not, it's not special anymore. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to need something else that's keeping me there. 
And clearly, and even in that situation, he clearly had a good wife. He had a kid with her. She's at home waiting on him. Like, those are the things that matter, dog. Like, straight up, like, I, those things are cool. I understand why people put a lot of, per- like, those things are purposeful. They mean something. You building a relationship with somebody, raising a kid with somebody, like, that means something. Bruh, man, all bullshit to the side, man. One day you're going to wake up and that thing ain't going to work. And you're going to need that, bruh, you're going to need that blue pill. And, it's, you know, especially if the diet's a lot of cats on in these streets, drinking every day, smoking every day, you're going to be eating a bunch of garbage uh um, what, what uh, preservatives and just just eating bad? You think you're gonna be going hard for sixty plus? Shit! Some of y'all, when y'all in y'all forties, gonna be mad. Be like, damn, got the fine little twenty four year old can't get it up for. That morning you wake up and that wood ain't there. Man, I'm telling you, that boy be looking like it, it ain't gonna be me. Like shit, y'all boys keep to keep keep thinking. You know, you truly know what health is. Like, yeah, you wake up every day. You know, you're not necessarily you able to. You know, you, you ain't panting all the time. You can, you know, walk a few miles or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, if you're only using your body at its minimum potential, then that's what it's gonna give you in a, in 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 the time when, when in that time frame. Like, yeah, you 35, 36 years old, you barely exercise. I'm telling you, and I'm. I ain't shaming people. Because, see, I'm not like y'all going to be calling motherfuckers broke, fat, and useless. I ain't saying that. I'm just saying that y'all getting old. You know, and, and you know, like, y'all get old. You get older. And you have, that's something that is inevitable. And as you, you get it. older, I'm just telling you, you better be ready for it. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Say it again. <laughs> If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Like, y'all be in panic mode. And then y'all go into panic mode. You you getting Botox, trying to get your, get your, get your, your the, the wrinkles out your forehead. You getting your, your waist snatched. You getting your, you, you turn, you putting booty fat in your stomach or you put your stomach in your booty, whatever you doing. <laughs> like, you, you doing all this shit when at the end of the day, you should have just stayed on top of it. I've been saying this shit for years. Just stay on top of it and stop engaging in toxic activities that don't promote good health. If you're drinking more alcohol than you're drinking water or V8, there is a problem. You ain't seen a vitamin in years, but that hookah smoke stay in your lungs. Hey, Friday through Sunday. Come on, man. God. I got a question for you, dog. Talk to me. Look, if I was to tell you, I'm, and I'm doing the same thing you did to me last week, but I'm hoping you get the answer right. I know you wanted me to get the answer right, too, but I just sucked. <laughs> if I said this particular thing is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and those of the people around you, according to Daniel Goldman, an American psychologist renowned as the godfather of this thing. I'm going to read another one. Okay, go ahead. Because I have my guess. I have my guess. 80 to 90% of the competencies that differentiate top performers are in this domain. And the last thing I'm going to read is these three things 
make up this thing that I'm referring to. Self-reflection, self-soothing, empathy. What am I referring to? Alex, what is self-awareness? <sighs> You're close. Self-awareness is actually one of the redeeming qualities of this thing. Mm. Look, five characteristics of this thing in people. One, change agents aren't afraid of change or taking risk. Two, self-aware. Don't let weakness hold them back. They know what they're feeling. Three, empathetic, can relate to others. Four, balance, know how to maintain balance and practice self-care. Five, gracious, glass half full mentality, and they feel good about their lives. I think you'll get it, dog. My second guess is mental stability, but that doesn't Ooh, seem gonna, like it's right. I want you to get it right. <laughs> okay. What is this? What what is something today that millennial women complain that men don't have? Common sense. <laughs> I wish I would nah, nah, it's they nah, they probably think that that's what they're saying, but no. The answer is emotional intelligence. Mm, mm. I would have never got that. You know why you never got that? Because when I read that, you wouldn't have thought of a woman having those qualities. You know what I'm saying? Like when you heard me reading that, you didn't think to yourself, you know, that's a woman. Like that's the qualities of woman. You didn't I did think not, that. No, I did not. I, I didn't either. And I'm sitting here, and I, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm like, women sure do complain about emotional intelligence a lot to be low in emotional intelligence. And yeah, I'm going there. Because I see this shit quite often. And I want to get me a man with it, blah, 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 emotional intelligence. And I'll be sitting here like, because I remember I was in a company meeting about two years ago about emotional intelligence. and And they kept talking about how they wanted emotional, intelligent leaders, the same job that I'm with now. And it was pretty diverse. It was men and women in there, but it never was something that men were attacked about not having. And I'm bringing this up to say, like, in regards to Claire, did she have any emotional intelligence? I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Fucking course not. I don't think so. Like again, making making these assumptions based off this article yeah, and how they quoted her and everything. But it's like, I don't. I don't see it. And even if I were, if I sat there and I read this from a male perspective, saying this is why he got out of his marriage. For, my first thought would be like he just wanted to run through some hoes and he was a good guy and he did it the right way. But then my second thought is, you know, when you get to the back end, it was like, okay, now I'm doing this. I'm healthier. I, you know, I go to the gym. I'm a better father and all this other stuff is like, again, these are things you could have done in the relationship. I try to, I, I try to approach things from both angles. And, you know, if I, if I substitute Claire for Clark, I still, I still don't see the, the emotional intelligence related to this. Like you, you just, you, you just weren't trying I'm hearing you, and I just, I just, you know, people might get lost in this. I just want people to understand so. The five consistent characteristics with somebody that is emotional intelligent is they, 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 they don't, they're not, they're not afraid to change. They take risk. 
That does I'm seem like being, more of a, that, hold on, let's let's break them all down though. That, I know what you're about to say. That's why I'm that's why I want to break it down. Go ahead. Yeah. That don't seem like what? That doesn't seem like something women do. They don't that, I, I think women are very risk adverse. Self-aware. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Bro, self-aware. Don't let weakness hold them back. They know what they're feeling. I give them a, I give them credit for knowing what they're feeling, but not holding them back. Shit. You can look, you can go online every day and see. You know, it's some bad decisions being made out there based on feelings. And, and, and a lot of them headlines is going to be women. Just being honest here. I think I think the, major, the majority of men are taught to show no weakness. Not to be vulnerable and to show no weakness because that's going to be used against you. It's more it's more of a liability than it is a strength. Because like if a man is sitting there crying and a woman's sitting there crying, who do you feel sorry for and who are you calling names? We 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 saw it on that little clip. I don't know what that black reality TV show was, but I want to say the, the, the lady got into like a relationship and used the dude's money to, to start a business behind his back. And like he's sitting there pissed off and crying and like she basically like talking to him like, man, stop being a bitch. And I'm yep. just sitting here like, hold up, like this shit is mad weird. Like if you look and, and, and once again, that brings me to my next one, like empathetic can relate to others. Now, just being honest here, I and I say this all the time. Women are going to relate to women. Men are going to relate to men and and be able, men empathize with men. Women empathize with women. I do believe in modern times. We sit here talking about how somebody that the whole bring it to the table situation, calling people broke. Bro, that's not empathetic at all. Because no. if you're projecting, then clearly you're not trying to relate. Because if you know you're broke, then why are you trying to shame this person for being broke because they can't do something? Motherfucker, you can't do it either. So therefore, in that, in that instance, I'm just going to say millennial men and women have a problem with empathizing in general. Yeah. you know, And that's a huge issue. So and like that I'm, page I sent you earlier where he said that it's all violence. I, there was this one on there, this one post where this guy, he paid for something and he asked her to cover the tip. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll get the meal. You cover the tip. And she started wilding. And she's like, you know, child, I got two businesses and this, this, and this. And the woman, you know, I'm going to call her the executioner because she was killing them niggas. Oh. She's like, she's like, oh, I figured you'd say that. So she pulled up a, a post that was like a month old was like, here, you know, woman begging for six hundred fifty dollars in a GoFundMe for her kids to go to Disney World. It's like, I thought you had two successful businesses. You need six fifty out of a GoFundMe. You just willing to spend everybody else's money except your own, if that's the case, or you just ain't got it like you say you do. You got to send me that one. I, I, or is it, is it too violent? Cause we as violent as we try to get. Cause I, I think I'm being kind of violent right now. But as violent as we try to get, we 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 definitely don't be on no fresh and fit shit. Cause Man, them boys be on some savage shit sometimes. But with the guests they have on their show and a few clips I've seen, they deserve it. Same with Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, when he, I, I seen about 14 minutes of his interview with Brittany Renner. And I'm telling you right now, because of her energy and because of her presence, he gave her that energy back. And it was, a, once again, it was a good interview based on what I saw because it wasn't ratchet. Yeah. So long story short, if you want some ratchet shit on some city girl shit, the whole aspect of being a city girl is unempathetic. Like, you don't give a damn about the person that you're dealing with. 
But I feel like you was about to say something. And I cut you off. No, no, no. You, 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 you didn't, you didn't cut me off. You, you, you have a point. Yeah, and I, I, I sent it to you. It's the thing about it is, I feel I, if I had to, if they was like, all right, you know, like you said, millennials aren't empathetic at all. Men and women are are pretty much equal on the empathy level. If I had to pick a side, I would say women are more empathetic than men. With the caveat of they seem to be able to relate to gay men more than straight men <laughs> are able to relate to gay women. No, because like like you know they they look at them as like their homegirls. I don't typically look at gay women as like my homeboys, and I have gay women friends, and I you know I still look at them like women too, you know because they are. I don't you know I don't get get on you know the women like oh girl you got your nails done. It's like this is a grown ass man that has his nails done, which. You know, if that's what he wants to do, but you know, you you you're portraying yourself to be more feminine as a woman. Even my gay my gay friends that are women that are that you know dress more more of a of a of a masculine type, Tom they boy. still are referred to as women. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to be referred to as men. They're still women. Yeah. So there's no there's no empathy there because you're still talked to as a woman. I'm not talking to you as a man, but when y'all talk to these gay men, y'all talk to them as if they're women. Okay, I hear you. And uh, once again, my truth, <laughs> my experience is I see that too, and I and I feel like that is a reflection of the times. I feel like as women gravitate m more towards masculine roles and become more masculine themselves, so to speak, then it, they're better able to connect with gay men because no matter how gay a man is, he still has masculine tendencies. So I feel like we've gotten to a point in society to where gay men and heterosexual women can connect a lot better because they're relating on that spectrum. Because you have, they're both two people going against the grain of their biological nature. That makes sense. But a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman, there's always going to be a disconnect there because. I'm not trying to walk in your heels mm -hmm. and you ain't trying to walk in my, in my, in my Jordans, you know, you would like to, but that's just what, that's just not what bi biology wants. And as much as we want it to be the norm, nature constantly like pulls against it. So I think women tend to be sympathetic a lot, but like I said, when you get deep into what empathy is, I've seen a lot of cases where the empathy for men was lacking like a motherfucker, especially when you read posts when you're talking about women calling black, like black women calling black men bullet bags. Like, bruh, like, come on, bruh. It, 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 and I don't even fuck with black Twitter like that, but I've seen how callous the conversations can get within that group in regards to black men versus black women. And for the most part, and I say this all the time, just based, this ain't, this isn't necessarily reality, but it feels like it's becoming reality. That's a, that's a very unique culture clash when you really sit there and think about how it's black men versus black women. Don't get it twisted. It's, it's white men versus white women too. Like, like I said, the culture war among all ethnic groups is serious right now because they're, they're creating this, gender divide based on their own sick needs and wants to pretty much erase 
gender and all. That's why you have the drop, the misses, and Mr. Potato Head. That's why they don't want, you know, the green Eminem looking like a quote-unquote thought just because she ain't wearing go-go boots. They, <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I'm just trying to eat some M&Ms. These kids are just trying to play with potato head figures and 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 shape shift them. Did you see that they're changing the shapes of M&Ms to be more inclusive? Yeah, like I, I, I don't understand. This is candy. Like, did did M&Ms just need need a buzz and was like, all right, we're gonna do some shit? Of course. Like, I don't I don't understand. This is candy. It's typical. Are you gonna pandering. make the Snickers round now? Like, I don't. <laughs> somebody somebody said they're gonna take the take the veins off the Snicker bar. I was like, y'all sick. <laughs> I never eat a Snickers again, man. Hey, yo. Look, dog. Number four is balanced. Know how to maintain balance and practice self-care. Okay, I think bro, I think both groups do that, but obviously yeah. we know we know the we know the chairperson to, to self-care Saturday, so yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh the number five is gracious, glass half full mentality, and they feel good about their lives. Right, before you say anything, we got some case studies here. I, 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 that's that's why I immediately start running in my mind. I was like, my my two to three case studies that I have, they don't seem like they feel good about their lives nine times out of ten. Look, man, based on what emotional intelligence is, I can I can I can equally say that nobody has the right to say anybody has higher emotional intelligence or EI or EQ as they call it. Like I said, I was in a I was in a whole conference about this shit for like five hours. I remember this shit, and I and it was it's weird because I just see it popping up a lot more lately. I'm like, man, I know what emotional intelligence is, and I was like, why, why do they feel like men aren't emotional intelligent? And, and I said, all right, here we go. And this is my point of bringing all this up. Look, it's not about men being emotional intelligent by definition because we know millennials butcher definitions all day. What y'all mean to say is? They're not the simps and they're not as beta as you want them to be because you'll come across. And I, and I hate using alpha and beta because I don't you put it like this. You come across a man that is confident in himself and he's probably more of a traditional man, meaning he 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 checks all the boxes like he ain't about that bullshit. He going to check you. You know, he can, he take care of himself. Um, and, you know, he knows his role. When you come across a man like that, you get mad at the fact that you can't control him and manipulate him. And then you start talking about you want him to be more emotionally intelligent because you want to be able to 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 get in there with your with your Eve like mentality and your serpent like mentality and have him eating the apple when he like, no, no. Logic tells me I don't I shouldn't eat that apple. And and that's what y'all are really mad at. And, it, and to simplify what I just said, not and it's not all women. But it, it is the women out there that keep complaining about emotional intelligence when you know good and damn well that's not what you mean. You mean I want a man that is more like my gay homeboy. Yeah. Sorry. Your your average heterosexual man is not putting up with that type of shit. Your average your average heterosexual man will fold a lot of times and be very Happy, 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 happy wife, happy life, like. But I, th I think you you try you try to find lean a little towards the mediums. Like, all right, maybe I'm just being too extra manly now. Like, let me let me be this my lady. Let me be a little bit softer. That's it. But they don't want just a little bit softer. 
Yeah, like, all right, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go get, you know, this manicure, pedicure with you. You know, like, I'm this is my lady. I'm going to be a little bit softer for her. It's a slippery slope. Allow a man to be a man. Or the next thing you know, he's going to be getting pegged by another man. Yeah, I went there. Cause, cause that's, cause, like I no, said, I mean, but, but there, there are porn categories where you will go see people shooting shit on their iPhone of, you know, exactly what you said, and it's yeah. like, you know, and it's the woman in there talking down on him and shit like that, and to the point where it's like, you know, Brittany, he, he's, he's, Renner, com he's completely demasculated. Brittany Renner said they were saying, hey, look, based on what you telling us, like. PJ's a good guy. He gave you everything you wanted. He just wanted to just have sex with some chicks on the side. Why didn't you just join him? He's like, no, you know, I, I didn't want to. He's like, shit, like, what if the what if the tables were turning? You, you know, you wanted to, you know, bring a guy through. It's like, yeah, well. It's like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but in, in her defense, she wasn't against the idea of bringing another girl in the room. She just wanted to be more transparent. And and, and that's and that's why I was like, well, in that case, yeah, PJ is wrong. But that's it. You and, got and, Claire over here wilding. <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of like you sit there. It's like, hey, I got with Britney. I know Britney, you know, do all these things. Act like she in, in the Tiana Trump. I'm in the Tiana Trump too. Can hey. can I can I finagle this? No. Hey. Okay. But like you said, you got to ask. The transparency is there. Claire just. I'm I'm thinking Britney over Claire at this point. Big time, and that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, because I I know I personally I'm I'm not gonna say persecuted Britney when I heard everything that was going on, but like I was like, man, this some this some foul shit if if what I'm hearing is true. For the most part, I was disconnected from from Britney. I didn't really care, so I didn't care to deep dive. I was bored enough to say, let me check this woman out. Let me see if what I'm seeing, and, and I still don't know if I, I don't know this woman. I'm just saying that what I've seen so far and. This is why I prefer to talk to the individual, get to know the individual. Because as far as I'm concerned, when she's on social media and she's making a video, she's performing for the group that makes her Instagram pop. She's performing for the group that keeps her relevant. But when she's being vulnerable, going on these one-on-one -on -one tours with dominant male podcasts, with dominant male listeners, she's not. She, she can't perform for me. She don't give a damn about me. Well, she she ain't got a lot of me, but her 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 immediate audience, which is probably seventy percent women, she's probably performing for them and lying to them, and that's the one thing I don't like about her. Because I'm like, I keep saying, man, when you have a platform of a million plus, man, if you got a platform of a hundred k plus, I'm not telling you to raise kids, but you have a duty, in my opinion, to to be an influence in a way that progresses society. To where people are are better and not just degenerate pieces of shit that do weird shit on TikTok for clicks. Yeah. We have enough of that. We have enough entertainers in this world. Like you can't control the way that they go, but you can you can raise them right. You could try. You, you know. Try. So you went from you know kicking a soccer ball in booty shorts to just pretty much being a full out celebrity, celebrity thought. And and you and you own that image, and now you're trying to, in my opinion, what shows a lack of emotional intelligence. You're trying to discard that now because you don't want to take onus in the fact that you made bad decisions. 
And I, I'm not I'm not even gonna say that you made bad decisions because you know those are your decisions to make. I'm gonna say that you built your platform on sex sales. Oh, definitely. Definitely. To keep herself relevant. Yeah, and I mean, and and then the, and in this day and age, you know, when it's all about the clout, you know, you move in a way that's gonna make you know your audience happy, who's gonna make your constituents happy. Yeah, you were kicking soccer ball and you know, kicking the soccer ball in booty shorts, and you know, people got into your personality, this, that, and the other. And now you're no longer kicking soccer balls. Now you're just out here in booty shorts, now you're just half naked, you know, whatever, what have you, because you you got that that I want to say customer base, but you know, we're, we're we're consuming something, so I guess you can use customer base. You have this customer base that wants a specific product from you. And it's like I listened to one podcast where they, you know, where they talk about, you know, these R&B singers. And it's like, you know, the more clothes that they take off, the closer they get to that OnlyFans. And it's like, just watch. This person's going to have OnlyFans in the next, you know, 12 months because the music isn't hitting like they want to, but they're still attractive looking. So how am I going to maintain this customer base is I'm going to keep taking off clothes until the music isn't hitting, but you pan to see me scantily clad. I think I think Jason Derulo has an OnlyFans. I I want to say Safari has an OnlyFans. Nobody gives a shit about the music that he's making. I, Tiger has an OnlyFans. He was making killer killer money on OnlyFans. Nobody gives a shit about the music t- Tiger making anymore. But I bet his bitches subscribe to his OnlyFans. Yeah, some some weirdo some weirdo motherfucking women. But to each his own. But the last I thing was- call, I wouldn't even call them weirdo women. Because again, if it was uh, you know a role reversal and it's somebody that I wanted to see naked, that was a woman that had a you know went from singing to to having OnlyFans, you know, would I be there? Probably. I'm not gonna subscribe to Mariah Carey's OnlyFans because she's older. You know, it's like that's that's gonna be just gross. <laughs> look, look. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not I'm not gonna go you know looking for that. <laughs> I will call them weirdo or perverts. You call them perverts. I call them perverts. That's perfect. If I, I mean. It's just the name. I don't. I don't think that you guys are are disgusting or anything. But I still think that you're perverts and you're weird. <laughs> but no, no. In all seriousness, though, I, I talked about that the other day. I was like, it really saddens me that people with actual talent have to basically become online prostitutes at this point, you know, to remain relevant. But at the end of the day, they did that to themselves because you went away from the content that made you great. Instead of perfecting that content, you just went to the next big thing. And a lot, a lot of people in the Western world do that. And to me, that's just, it it, it, kill, it kills the art, it kills the culture, and it's, it's just sad to see. But the last thing I'm going to say about Britney is, I think the thing that made me click on her shit was the last time that I heard about her, which is about over a month ago, they said that she was living with her mom and she was broke. They never talked about that. And the first time I ever saw that headline, I thought that headline was fake. But based on the way she was kind of carrying herself and talking, it kind of just gave me the it, it gave me the impression like, yeah, maybe she maybe life has humbled the fuck out of her. Because a lot of shit that she had access to before having the baby, she you know, a lot of shit that Kevin Samuels warns women about and Fresh and Pit podcast, like these guys really have the same message. And you don't have to watch much of that shit to understand that they consider themselves life coaches. And I think that shit, once yeah. again, I don't subscribe to that shit. But Kevin Samuel specifically is an older guy that, if I'm not mistaken, has been through multiple marriages. He's seen a lot of shit. 
I'm going to listen to Kevin Samuels before I listen to Brittany Renner. That's all I'm saying, even if I was a woman. Just based on the fact that Kevin Samuels is going to tell you straight up, even though he got something trending about him right now saying that you shouldn't go out with a man after 5 p.m. if you're not trying to have sex. A lot of people, once again, I would need I would need to see that whole interview, which I'm not even willing to watch it. But I can almost guarantee what he's saying is in modern dating, if you messing with a man and you going out in the evening with this man and you're not providing anything but your presence, you wilding if you don't think he trying to get he gonna want you to put out. That's how I'm gonna perceive it, and it kind of makes sense to me. But I don't necessarily agree with how it was worded because they specifically said 5 p.m. And I just think that's that's some old school shit. That's an old school ass way of saying evening. And I'm like, bro, first of all, at 5 p.m., we get we just getting off work. I ain't trying to get cheeks that soon. Give me some that's time. What I was to rest. thinking so it's like the sun is still up. Good lord. <laughs> Give me some time to rest. And maybe we can reevaluate. But yeah, man, uh, in regards to that, all I'm saying is like he's told women on numerous occasions. This fast money life that you're living, you're going to get this money fast. You're going to blow it, Matt. Blow it fast. Word to Big Meech. And what you're doing, just because you feel like, oh, I'm making this investment, I'm making that investment, like, you're not doing nothing new. At, at the end of the day, like, you're spending 90% of your income and only investing less than 10%. It's probably going to end bad for you when that 90% ain't hitting the same a year from now. Yeah, it looked good because that 90% that 90% is 100K. Now, next year, your 90% ain't number 40K. What you going to do? Now, you barely can make any investments. Then a, year, then a year after that, you barely make it any money. Now, you can't invest at all. Now, you just got a bunch of a bunch of assets that you really can't afford. Now, you're going to start having to sell shit. Because with a lot of shit that is beauty-driven, you start to age out. But hey, I'm just here to give facts. I'm just here to give opinions. <laughs> you know, my, my thoughts on top of facts, but I do believe that moving forward in 2022, that I would like to get more towards, although it seems like it's anecdotal, I would like to say that when I'm talking about something now, I want y'all to understand that I have some real world event that happened that reflects this. And I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying some shit. This is really happening out here. People are really leaving relationships for hookah, Henny, and Casamigos. Hey, and that's what they that's what they doing. And at the end of the day, what you say, Jay? And tragedy. That's all it is. That's all it is. So yeah. My words of advice is, man, like, I've been saying this for a long time, man. Look in the mirror, reflect. Try to gain some real self-awareness and question the things you do and ask yourself, are these things worthwhile? Do these things bring more value to my life or do they devalue my life? Ask those questions, man. And you might feel crazy answering them, but answer them as if somebody else was asking you that shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it gets any simpler than that, but then again, you have to have the time and the patience to have to uh, to sit down and do that. 
And that's all I got. My words of advice are simply the grass is greener where you water it. If Claire would have watered her grass where she was at. The little redhead ass would have been happy then. Maybe, maybe. Or even if you wouldn't have been happy, you would have said, look, I've done everything that I can to myself to make me happy. I've, I've actively participated and worked on being a better, better mother. I've, act, I've actively, you know, got the weight off that I put on to, to feel better about myself. And I'm still not happy in this situation. I've done everything that I can do because none of those things that she did was holding her back. She did not water her own grass. So she changed grass. And according to the article, the grass, quote unquote, was better. But you, like you said, you went to a dating app. So you got out of a relationship to go get back into another relationship because you needed a spark. So you needed a stranger, somebody that you don't know backwards and forwards. And I'm telling you, as men, we want somebody that knows us backwards and forwards. That is what we want. But that is what I want. Cause I can only speak for myself. Yeah, I yeah. want somebody that knows me backwards and forwards. Y'all keep that thrill shit. Give me somebody that knows me backwards <laughs> and forwards. I like, I like routine. I like stability. I like, I don't need no sparks. We ain't trying to set nothing on fire, baby. We could just, we could just have this low smolder for the rest of our lives. We got the perfect temperature. We put the stakes on that for two, for 10 minutes. They're going to come out perfect every single time. Because you know me backwards and forwards. You know how to keep keep it where it's at and where it needs to be. We ain't got to kick up the flames and burn the chicken and burn the steak. We can just keep it where it's set and we can eat nice. I just want to eat nice, baby. Hey, like I said, it's consistency. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people crave structure and consistency. That's, that's, that's embedded in us as children. That's why the that's why the most problematic children come from backgrounds that have no stability, and a lot of times if you're dealing with somebody that never really true that really that never really knew structure or stability, then they're never really gonna know how to maintain themselves in a relationship. But um, oh, we don't need to keep going on that. And I'm gonna just end off on saying you already know if you're listening to us on Spotify, two years later we still don't know what to do on there. But if you want to advise us on that, go ahead and do that. If you're on SoundCloud, leave a comment. You want us to hear talk about a certain topic, let us know. If you've got an article or a video or something like that that you want us to talk about, you want to hear our perspectives on it, go ahead. Send it to us. Um, if you see the purple logo on your phone that represents uh, Apple, that's their podcasting, their iTunes podcasting, uh, go ahead, click on that, rate, subscribe, do what you do. Hopefully you get the notifications that we are out. And we're going to try to be out consistently this year. I'm lying right now. I'm lying right now. Let me ignore that. Look, don't even listen to that line. That's a whole lie. Look, man. I need to cut got? that out. Yeah, who, who you got tonight, man? Um, who is it? Uh, Rams and... Rams and Bucks, Chiefs and Bills. <sighs> I'm going Bucks and Chiefs. I can't... I, I learned not to bet against Tom Brady. I'm gonna just bet against Tom Brady, just to bet against him. I'm gonna go Rams and... Um, I, who, where, where the Bucks... Where, where the Bills playing at? Kansas City. I, I, I think it's Josh Allen time, but I'm going to go Kansas City. So I, I, I'm seeing the Kansas City, L.A. Rams Super Bowl. Okay. And that's as far as I'm going to go. But, um, I, don't, I don't know. Bengals, Bengals have that, like, Giants kind of run to them right now where 
I think whoever they see next round, they can squeak it out and go to the Super Bowl. If they do, they're going to lose. Oh, yeah, if they go, they're going to lose. <laughs> I, just, I, have, I have no faith in them. I, I, I feel like Eli was a little bit more – he, was, he wasn't an, a mediocre quarterback. I feel like he was he – was, he definitely was better than a Flacco or a Garoppolo. And if Flacco could do it, it made sense Eli doing it. I put Garoppolo in that, and it's funny. I only put Garoppolo in that in that stance because his hands fucked up, and and that's that's why he's really not playing at a really good speed or at the. That's pretty much why Debo has to do everything. Deep, I just don't see a running back slash wide receiver bringing you a Super Bowl. But let's see. Well, Leif may be wrong. So maybe. Anyways. And then, you, um, what, what is his name? Elijah Mitchell or Etwan Mitchell or I forgot Elijah his name. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. He, he, he decent too. Yeah, yeah, he's straight. He's straight. Yeah. And they, and they, and they, they, man, San Francisco is very well coached. And if it, the thing that you, the thing that will scare that that would scare me, that should scare an opponent is if you get Ayuk, Mitchell, and Debo contributing, and George Kittle, then that's a scary team, because you can't sleep on the fact that you do have a rookie quarterback on the bench. That can't give you that spark like Kaepernick did years back. But, man, for real, though, like, like, like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Let me not skip ahead too many rounds. We'll see how it goes because the Bills could easily handle Kansas City. Their defense is suspect at times. But anyways, man, thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?